Welcome to Green Wave Radio. Your episode starts now. Hello, you're listening to Green Wave Radio. I'm Omiya. We've entered the admission season for kids of the 2030 and 2028 class. Wow, I feel old saying that. Today we sit down with Dr. David Donovan to discuss the admission season. Dr. Donovan, how are you doing? I'm well, well, how are you doing? Pretty good. First, I want to start off with uh, as the admission season begins. We wonder what the numbers look like in each individual year. So can you run me through some of the numbers for the current 2027 class? Yeah, no, absolutely. We're in a fortunate position because every year uh, our stock seems to be going up, which is a nice thing in the public mind. And this year we're fortunate enough to see the highest application numbers yet. Um, and that's saying a lot in a competitive environment like uh, Del Barton mm-hmm. where the public schools and the private schools and the Catholic schools are so good. So the applicant numbers, uh, for instance, uh, this year, and we run them, you know, uh, numbers at the end of each month. So this is as of October 1, we had the highest number of uh, applications so far. Right as of today, 316 applications. Um, and we're excited because both 7th and ninth grade numbers are both up. Uh, last year, um, Last year we had uh, 346 ninth grade applications, which is the highest on record, uh, and our yield from that was 84%, meaning 84% of the people who got in <coughs> chose to come, and that was the second highest on record, and I think higher than any comparable school, certainly in the state. So in terms of numbers, I think we're doing really well, and in terms of who we're getting, uh, our applicant pool, as evidenced by you, Will, we produce uh, good people, and I think they do well here. Our diversity numbers are also good. We want to make sure that we have a broad reach. We draw from 12 uh, counties, three states, 120 towns, and uh, 33% of the current seventh grade self-identify as non-white. And for ninth grade, we have 41 students who do the same, and that's the highest ever. So according to every barometer almost, uh, we are in a great position, and it bodes well for this upcoming year. So what would you say, or like, as these applicants come in, like, what qualities do you look for in these incoming students? And like, how do you like personally like judge them? As yeah, it's a great question. So we have a committee of, of about 12 faculty, uh, and they are divided into four different caucuses, and they look at basically three things. The academics of the student, which is judged on grades, te- uh, teacher recommendations, and standardized test scores. Uh, the character of the student, which we try to discern through uh, the recommendations in the interview. It's pretty hard to do. Does, does any of that character, like, do you look any of that with the parents as well, or do you solely look into just the kid? No, we interview the parents also, because we accept it's a mm-hmm. family community, so we look at that also. And then extracurricular contributions. Uh, so academics, character, and, and extracurricular contribution are the three things we look at. But not only are we trying to build or, or, or accept well-rounded kids, but we want well-rounded classes. We want kids mm-hmm. who, in admissions lingo, they call it wiggle. Kids who are going to you know, do something here and have the energy and drive to participate and not just leave at 245. So mm-hmm. building a well-rounded class is really important. So what do you believe is the most important part of the process and like how can these students prepare for that part of the process? That's a good question. So there, there aren't any like tricks. Uh, the admissions game is kind of pretty standard. The committee is made up of teachers so that what that means is they're going to weigh very heavily what the teacher recommendations of the students say. So teacher recommendations carry a lot of weight. Okay. 
And then knowing that they want Del Barton uh, and what we're about um, shows an interest on their part, and I think it will lend confidence in our ability to uh, have them succeed here should they be accepted. And for those who don't know, uh, Dr. Donovan leads the student ambassadors, which is a very select group of Del Barton students that already attend here. So how do you determine what kind of kids should be representing our school as student ambassadors? That's a good question, too, because uh, I think back when I was uh, their age or your age, and I, wasn't, uh, I didn't ha nearly have the skills that some of these kids do, um, the biggest quality is we want it to be authentic. So we don't want to pretend that we're something other than we are. So really the object of the application process is to align uh, the school with the family and to make sure the fit is there. So the student ambassadors who are the people who do the tours uh, on our interview days and the school hosts who are the people who take students around during the day are both uh, hand selected. There's an application process for student ambassadors but we had like 150 applications and we take something like you know 30 kids, it's super competitive, but we want to also get a cross-section. We don't want just one type of kid, so we're looking at a bunch of things uh, in that application to make sure that the right people are representing us. They have to have good social skills, they have to be responsible, they have to be willing to leave their comfort zone and make others feel welcomed as Christ, that's part of the Benedictine mission, and we have teacher recommendations also that uh, inform that process. So this process and this like season of admissions, being in the fall, you are also the varsity soccer coach. How do you organize yourself and like balance these two very important things like at the same time? Yeah, it seems like it's easier for me now, which is kind of strange to say because those are two big things in, in the same season. I say it's easier for, for me now for two reasons. One is I used to have a lot more than this. Uh, I used to be the, the president of the Board of Trustees at a local independent school. I had five children that I was raising. I served on different committees like the Academic Council. Uh, I no longer do those things, so that's one huge thing off my plate. Uh, but the second thing is the processes and procedures of each responsibility. So for instance, the admission office, we have um, people like uh, Mr. Hubbard and Mr. Ross working with us and, and Mrs. Kernow in the main office. And then our varsity staff, I have three assistants. So the, the processes and procedures are kind of uh, in place and it's like a well-oiled machine, really. It's just making, overseeing those processes. And off of that, to, just to transition into soccer a little bit, as uh, we played our biggest rival in Seattle Prep at Red Bull, can you run me through like some of the atmosphere there, like how that experience was for you? Yeah, it was really cool. We were approached and asked if we wanted this opportunity. We said yes, and we wanted to find an opponent who would would be a good match and would get a lot of students out. So I reached out to Seton Hall, Marty Berman, when we went to the same high school, Columbia High School together, and he was he obliged. He thought it'd be a great idea, and I think it's really for the kids. The environment I thought was electric, just the experience of being in that venue. Um, it was a lot of fun for the kids. So it was less about you know winning a game uh, and more about just a memory that will stay with them forever. So we hope to do it every couple of years. It's not an annual thing by any means, but we also raised money too mm -hmm. because our attendance uh, was stronger than uh, than Seton Hall's attendance. So a lot of the revenue came back to us. That's great. So as the fall you know like progresses and winds down, will the admissions process or since soccer will be eventually in the playoffs, which one will be at the top of your mind? Do you think? It's funny, like, uh, it's not a priority thing as much as being able to balance both and making sure you're giving due attention at the right time to each. So, for instance, if there's an open house, the open house is, is what I'm working on that day. Uh, the Greeks used to say, you know, do what you're doing. I, I like that saying a lot. Um, by focusing on things and not getting distracted, it's amazing what you can achieve. So that's what I try to do. Um, so it's more about 
less about which is more important and more about how effectively you can do that. Well, thank you so much. That was Dr. David Donovan. Uh, thank you for joining me. I wish the best of luck to all possible applicants. I really enjoyed my time here with no regrets on my decision. Thank you for tuning in to Greenway Radio. Thanks, Will.